trends in the industry. So over the last 24 months, the transportation industry has seen a number of large acquisitions take place that have really shaken up parts of our industry. In a similar amount of time, you've seen tons of new trekking companies appear. We've also seen currently existing trekking companies grow so fast, like huge growth and their outfits that it seems like they're just taking on a massive amount of new business. Their current clientele is growing business just because of, again, so much freight to be hauled that it's really good to see. But in order for these acquisitions, startups and expansions to be successful, organizations need to have a plan to help them achieve their goals. So while purchasing equipment or businesses can be an exciting venture, you also need to make sure that you're making the right decisions after the purchase to keep the wheels turning and to make sure that your organization is moving in the right direction. So I'm Josh Hannabury, your host here at the Truck Focus Podcast. And our mission here is simple. We're connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. So today I'm super excited as I get to speak to a friend of mine, Dan Pippard, Chief Operating Officer with Pioneer Safety Solutions. I'm also super excited as Pioneer Safety Solutions is the sponsor for today's episode. So huge shout out to the entire team. So during our conversation, Dan highlights his experience in the transportation and oil and gas industries as a strategic leader with respect to health and safety, organizational improvements, acquisitions, and more. Dan shares some excellent guidance for organizations looking to expand their business today, so it's possibly through rapid growth or through acquisitions. He also shares the importance of communicating with people working on the front lines, but also listening to the feedback that they're sharing. The details shares will really help you identify just different opportunities that possibly change the course of this entire process or provide reassurance that the changes that are going on, they're going in the right direction. So again, I am super grateful for Pioneer Safety Solutions for being the sponsor today. And I really recommend that you check them out by simply visiting pioneersafetysolutions.com. I've included their link directly in the show notes. So that way you can just simply go there, click the link and go check them out. If this is the first time you've ever checked out the Truck Focus podcast, I really want to welcome you to our community, but also to our dedicated listeners. Thank you so much for your continued investment of time. I ask that you like this episode, but also share it out because again, acquisitions, fast growth, it's impacting a huge part of our industry. And the advice that Dan shares today is a must listen, but also a must apply. So again, thank you so much. I look forward to the impact this conversation is going to have. Let's get to it. Hey, Dan, super excited to have you on the podcast. And I'm really grateful, A, for your, your time. I know you're a super busy guy. I'm living the, the good life as an entrepreneur, as a consultant, as an industry leader. But I'm really excited for our conversation today because a lot of what we're going to talk about, it's happening in industry at a really rapid rate right now. So acquisitions, startups, compliance, lots of good stuff. So I'm just, yeah, I'm excited. And I really admire just the level of expertise and intelligence you bring to our industry. To me, it's super important when I'm, I I use the word bragging politely, when I'm really talking up someone that I admire and they've had an impact in my journey, it's nice to know that it's true. And that's something that I proudly can say about yourself. And I felt that way since we first connected a handful of months ago. And it's just, yeah, it's really good. So I do welcome you on. So thanks so much for joining. Well, thank you very much for for having me and and pleasure to join your podcast and your words are too kind. So I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Awesome, man. No, I appreciate it. So to start us off, can you tell our listeners um, just a little bit about who you are, as well as highlight your journey in the transportation and oil and gas industries? 
Yeah, sounds good. So Dan Pippard, I'm the COO, uh, Chief Operations Officer of Pioneer Safety Solutions. Been with them for a couple of years now, and I'm, and I'm really impressed with the team, and I'm, and I'm sure we'll get into that later and, and what that journey is all about. I've been in the industry for about 35 years now, started off uh, early in my career as a regulator, and, and I often circle back to that piece of time because I recall at that time being a regulator in the energy industry, it was before sophisticated management systems were, were in place. Uh, it, it predates uh, basic safety programs, predates core, ISO, all those things. And at that time, as a regulator, we were aware that there were some very, very well-run companies with great cultures, and there were, there were those that weren't. And that's why you're, you're a regulator. And, and I always come back to that, that, that really it's about people, leadership, um, commitment, passion. That really makes a different difference in drive success. And, and so that was that's kind of the beginning of my career. I spent 20 plus years in the hazardous waste management industry uh, all over North America, uh, operating large fleets of equipment. That's you know also another interesting aspect. It's it's a business where people don't often look at it as a transportation company or transportation service. It's kind of ancillary to the core, yet all those compliance items still apply. And um, yeah, into the oil and gas sector, drilling, well servicing, again, managing fleets um, of support equipment, midstream operations with a large transportation fleet. So a long career, um, an exciting career. I've been, been very fortunate to meet a, a lot of fantastic people, see a lot of interesting places and move around and uh, see the growth and, 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 and see from my experience that a lot of things come back to some basic principles keep, to keep it simple. Yes. Yeah, it's really true. And I like that you mentioned that when you're talking about the waste um, side of your career or the hazardous waste, how they don't always identify as a carrier, because I think a lot of just transportation, even oil and gas like service providers, they don't think of themselves as a carrier. They think of themselves as an oil services company or a waste company or a bin removal company when that's, as we know, that's not the case. So I'm excited to dive into that and just, yeah, how you mentioned people, culture, leadership. That was, I remember our first conversation and within a couple of minutes, that's right where the conversation went. And I'm like, okay, we're talking the same language. We've definitely drank the same juice. We really care about the same stuff. And I really admire that when you talk about the length of your career, the opportunities of your career and where you've been able to really create an impact. And it's because of those principles. So I really appreciate that. And yeah, thanks again for hopping on. Can you let our listeners go just out the gate where they can visit to learn more about Pioneer? Sure, absolutely. Uh www.pioneersolutions.com is, is our webpage. Um, I know we're, we're building more social media uh, access, but I think that's that's where you can find a lot of our information about who we are and what we do and the services and solutions we provide. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll make sure to include the link to uh, Pioneer's website in the show notes because that's super important. And when I introduce industry leaders to the industry, I want people to be able to easily access this leader, obviously, so yourself, Dan. And yeah, so I appreciate that. And uh, so seeing that a, a large part of your professional journey has been with bigger companies and leading different projects, can you kind of highlight your, I guess, experience and your opinion on acquisitions? Sure. So a lot of that, that time in my career was spent on acquisitions of, of smaller companies. Um, 
I've probably been on nearly 20 acquisitions of smaller industrial companies, transport companies, industrial cleaning companies, waste management companies. And so I think that's, that has given me some insight into, you know, the challenges and flexibility and culture around small operations and having to, to try and integrate and bring yourself into, into line with, with new expectations. I don't have to say standards. A lot of the standards still apply, but, but how those are executed and done and how to manage the, the people and their, their concerns and issues. Um, you know, a lot of the rules of apply are the same across the board, regardless of the size of the company, but how you plan and execute and communicate and, and share your learnings. Um, settle people down when they're going through such a significant change of uncertainty. I think that's where a lot of the learnings come from. Yeah. You know, keeping it focused on the frontline impact, right? Hey, Josh here. Just a quick interruption from our conversation as I want to give a huge shout out to Pioneer Safety Solutions. They offer a wide variety of solutions for the transportation, oil and gas industries, as well as other sectors from consulting, program integrations, telematics, ELDs, and honestly, so much more. And they're helping so many organizations and their people operate with success. Make sure that you check them out by visiting PioneerSafetySolutions.com. I've included the link in the show notes. And again, thank you so much for them being our sponsor today. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask the, uh, so anytime a larger company purchases a smaller company, I I've been through two and I remember the, it's like an odd feeling. Part of it was job security. Part of it was just asking the questions. Okay. What's going to change? Like, am I supposed to wear a suit and tie behind the wheel now? Am I like, is my entire world changing? So I was going to ask in your experience, what has been, if, if, I don't know if there's one, because I'm sure there's many, but if you wanted to share maybe one, maybe two of common hurdles that people go through and any advice that you're comfortable sharing, maybe someone's going through an acquisition right now and they're like, I just don't know how to get to the people. What's some advice that they need to hear as well? well a couple of things I've learned is, first of all, any company going through acquisition, whether you're, you're the purchaser or you're being acquired, um, people say, is anything going to change? Often I've heard... No, nothing's going to change, but it's not true. In fact, everything changes. So I think that should be the expectation set out. And I always align that with, even if you're running a business every day, if you're not changing, you're probably falling behind anyhow. So I think it's good to settle people down and say, yes, there's going to be change and how you can contribute and and get on board. So I think that's, you know, setting expectations at the, at the beginning, um, as you're going through growth and change is important and how people can, you know, get excited and motivated and learn how they can contribute and, and make a difference in that kind of new environment is important to, to get that message out properly and quick. I think that's key is, is to tell people, yeah, there will be change. That's the norm. Because if there is change, say no one there is, then that puts you outside a little bit. So. I think that's important. Um, clear communication, setting expectations, targets and goals, and being consistent. It's it's never easy. Uh, and some of the larger acquisitions I've done, uh, I've been involved with, and you never do it by yourself, but been involved with, I would say, to go from you identify where you're at to where you want to be. And, and to do change over a period of, say, two years is probably really successful. If it's three years plus, you probably missed the boat. And, and if you did it in less the time than that, you hit a home run. So I think you recognize that that change takes time, regardless of what 
you're bringing in, whether it's a new system, new solution, it's an acquisition, or a growth plan, new line of business, change takes time. And, and I think it's important to also set that expectation. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think that does help calm the waters a little bit where it's not just going to be, we're ripping the band-aids off and whatnot, but it does take time. So with Pioneer, so Pioneer Safety Solutions, are you working in a leadership space that's helping, say, companies that are growing really, really fast and they have literally outgrown their foundation and their systems? And are you helping if companies are going through acquisitions just to make sure the change management's done correctly? Yeah, we're helping you know several companies through change management, and and it could be through business growth, you know, rapid business growth where systems and solutions um, exceed their capability. Um, we're helping organizations that are learning to understand and get in line with some of the new requirements and, and regulations and technologies, some of the, the things that are out there. I think the biggest thing that Pioneer can provide is, given the the depth of knowledge and experience of the team. We we can bring that knowledge to organizations that don't necessarily have that in house, um, you know, on a short term basis or or whatever a project basis. But I think that's that's really inspiring for me is is the knowledge of the team, the, the passion, um, and the broad range of experience. From, you know, whether it's management systems or telematics or or just regulatory knowledge. Uh, is in my opinion second to none. That's why I'm so excited to be part of the team and on this journey. And I think we can bring each pull each one of those levers at any given different time with an organization that's going through change, of whatever that change is. As I said, it could be an acquisition, an integration, it could be new technology, it just could be growth. Any of those things are changed and they need to be managed. Totally agree. Yeah, I was having a really good conversation with a buddy of mine who's an insurance broker here. And we were talking about dash cams. And I was excited, obviously, because anytime I can promote Pioneer, I gladly do. And I was just like, well, I know who you got for a provider, but what's the actual question? Or a supplier, I'm sorry. What's your question? And the question was literally all around change management and fear of, oh, professional drivers think that they're getting their personal space invaded and what's the actual benefits. So again, tying it back to the level of expertise that you bring and that the team brings, I like being able to speak confidently and then saying, okay, I've said enough. I need to, or you need to meet so-and-so now. But yeah, as our industry just continues to I think right. that, companies can make mistakes when you're launching something new. It's it's easy to if you don't do it right, it's it's harder to get traction um, as you try and move forward. That's why our team has the depth of knowledge to help with messaging, um, putting a plan in place so it's you know just shooting from the hip, providing the supporting resources around policies and procedures and guidelines when, when you're implementing you know, such things. That's it's a little bit of the art, right? And then when that, you know, when we're talking about cameras, it's also management of that data. The, the data dump can be a bit overwhelming, and and if not interpreted well, you don't get the full value. So I think everything from the front end, what do you really need? Um, how do you roll it out and implement it successfully with proper messaging and tools and policies and requirements to getting you know, new technology, getting items installed. And finding those champions within an organization as well, I think that's that's the other key piece um, 
that we've I've always found success with is it doesn't necessarily need to be an ops person or safety person. Whoever has that passion, um, you know, leverage on anyone in that organization that, that's the champion of whatever initiative they're they're trying to get done and make them successful, right? And yeah. that that's what we're all about is trying to make those organizations, those individuals successful um, where they don't necessarily have all the skills and knowledge and, and to know what they're getting into in some cases. You don't know what you don't know. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I like the word champion. And I remember the first time I used an onboarding recording device, I was asked to uh, basically be that guy. And I was just like, wow, that's because to me, it was a big compliment. Because ultimately, when you're told you're just a driver from enough people in operations, and then all of a sudden a new product comes in, they're trying to integrate it. And I was the youngest, I was savvy with a cell phone, and I was just like, yeah, okay. So being a champion feels good. So to our listeners that are professional drivers, you want to be that person. You want to be the person that says, yeah, I'll figure that out. Yeah, I can help you with that because of the learning curve for myself from the IT component, the back end component, and where the, I didn't know ELDs were coming. I knew nothing about that. I just thought it was cool. So being a champion, I think is really good. And I agree from an organization's perspective, finding those champions and allowing them to have a voice, accepting their feedback. I think that's really crucial too. That's key to success. You bet. Yeah, no, for sure. So, okay. Well, I know your, uh, your story and your journey is it's really in depth. What brought you from if it, or I guess I'll ask the question a little differently. So were you working somewhere you connected with the guys at pioneer and you just saw a mesh or how did you get to where you are today with pioneer? What, like what transpired there? No, through networking and connections, um, you know, through, through my network and, and people who know me I actually reached out and said, you know, Dan, you really need to talk to Bob at, at Pioneer. You guys are just so like two peas in a pod and, and aligned with how, how you think and you, you view the world and and what you're trying to to create. Um, so that that's how we, we initially got to aligned with through my ongoing consulting business and, and networking with folks and and having these you know kind of open conversations about what's important and what do you like to do and and those connections were made pretty quickly and it was the right call. And I'm really excited to work with the pioneer team with Bob and Mike and Eric and others. I think it's just, I learn as well every day. Um, I hope they learn from me and we, we hope to teach our customers too. Good. Good. Yeah. When, uh, I'm a friend of all three that you've name dropped, they're great guys. They've been mentors in my journey too. And some longer than others, of course. So when you mention customers and, Again, I, I don't, I could brag forever about the collective group at Pioneer because I really do admire the direction and the vision and just the area of, of expertise. But when you're thinking about okay, clientele, do you have a specific type? You don't have to be industry specific, but maybe a need specific type of client that you really like working with? I, you know, personally had a lot of success. And I know at Pioneer, we're, we're also having success with really with the, the medium size to small size companies that um, necessarily don't have that in-house level of expertise in, in the different areas that we've got it, whether again, whether it's regulatory or transportation and telematics, 
safety management systems, environment management systems, any of those things that, that might impact any business uh, from any sector, any industry, uh, they don't often have the resources in place um, that we can provide you know, with our depth of knowledge and expertise. So I, I'm excited to, to, to work with those organizations that, that want to learn and grow and, and drive continuous improvement and and be innovative, be open-minded to change and, and look at, you know, best-in-class technologies, proven solutions, and, and help those folks. I, I think, you know, one of the things that tagline, I guess I use a little bit, is help people take the mystery out of some of these things. Uh, it's second nature to, to some of us who have a lot of experience. We can rely on each other and, and bring those solutions to, to a client that, you know, they're, they're going to be hard-pressed to, to match in-house, I think. So. Agreed. Yeah, you couldn't have, say, six people with six, if it's 20 plus years of career, implementing in one person in one business, that cost too much money or that person obviously just doesn't exist. So I agree. And I like that solution because you're always focused on the customer and getting to know the team at Pioneer, obviously, I really... I really admire the fact that you guys all collectively admire people. You work with people. You're about changing culture because that really resonates with myself and my mission. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, it is about the, the culture. And we, we focus on, we never lose sight of the frontline people, you know, provide the frontline people what they need so that they, they feel comfortable and safe with, with what we're asking them to do. And, and they buy in more readily and yet give the management group the information that they need to monitor to make the business decisions, right? Yes. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's a really good funnel too, because you can be, I'll use the word friend, <laughs> but you can be friendly with all levels of organizations to actually create that change. I think that's really smart. Absolutely. The um, So throughout your experience then, have you been more so because you mentioned frontline. So have you been interacting with professional drivers, with techs, with just ground crews all the way up, I'm assuming to the CEOs then? Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, every, whether it's a driver or a frontline operator, service rig worker, um, my interactions are, are with, with the frontline folks right up to the CEO and board and making those presentations. Often in my career, I would time my field tours to, to connect with the frontline folks uh, to see how things are working you know, to really understand what is working versus not working from, from the frontline perspective and get a broad range of in, input and, and feedback and take that back to the boardroom and say, well, here's, here's what's really happening, you know, as much as people are willing to, to be honest and share. So we can make, you know, good decisions and change course if we need to. And if people saw the value in some of the things that we're, that we're preaching, then we could also reinforce that as well. So I think you, you can never lose sight of having connection with your frontline folks and, and find, again, finding those champions in the field who can be a voice for those, those folks. Good. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I have a big heart for people doing the job. And I think the fact that we've been able to navigate doing jobs in such a variety of ways some people, not us, thankfully, because I, I can tell that you're still a very humble person, which I admire. But some people, I think, forget what actually happens on the ground. Yeah. And they get to, say, floor six on the in the skyscraper. And after that, they're like, what? 
what do you mean? We're just floating right now. Like there's nothing happening on the ground. So it's good to see that you're able to hear obviously, and share those perspectives to help change course or to reassure that, yes, this is working. I think that's really important. That's what I say when we say we love to take the mystery out of it. It's, it's to, to put it in, in layman's terms for the frontline folks is what we're asking them to do and why, whether it's, again, a, a logging device or you know, some safety program element. They need to understand the why and, and, how, and why it's important to them and help them see the value. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. My, uh, one of my staple questions is, and I think you live in this space just from, again, from my interpretation and my, I'm pretty mindful when people are speaking and as I get to know people, like who they're actually, who they are and what they're about. But are you, when you're living your day to day and you're interacting with clients, with new industries, maybe new product suppliers, are you aware of the impact that you're leaving and you're having on these people? Like, are you saying to yourself, okay, Dan, I'm going to be open. I'm going to be receptive. So that way the knowledge they teach me, I can use to help. Or what's your mindset when it comes to yeah, creating an impact? Well, that's it. I, I, th- I think um, I've got several examples. We're going into an organization and help them you know, get up to speed on their, their standards and programs and, and, and build that and, and it's really refreshing when you, you see, kind of see the light bulb go off into where they they now own it. And you go from, from being the implementer to kind of handing it off and coaching various individuals through the processes to the point where they, they kind of get it and they run with it and they own it. And then you kind of back off and, and you're there to support them. And when that moment happens and they're successful, that's, that's really rewarding. And so... I look at that as always the goal is to set people up for success uh, take the mystery out of the, the regulatory and the safety and transfer the knowledge to those folks so that they can be confident and successful good good yeah i uh, i really admire that like i said I'll, I'll continue to say that type of language because i think it's really important and i know a lot of our listeners i i try and keep perspectives in mind because we have a lot of professional drivers that log in, which is awesome. We have a lot of carriers and smaller businesses to mid-sized businesses, but we also have a lot of suppliers. And when an industry leader with a very proven track record for success is like, you're really focused on people and you're really focused on culture and what matters. That's a great opportunity for others to learn. And I just, yeah, I admire that because I think there's too many times it's always what I and it's nice hearing you say terms like we and frontline and just more about people. I just, like I said, I really admire that. They're the ones that do the work. So we, we have to set them up. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, yeah, Dan, I'm just super grateful that you took time today, um, obviously, to join me on the podcast. And I've just really enjoyed getting to know you more just through this whole journey with the team at Pioneer. So as we come to a close today, can you give us a recap again of where people can go to learn more about Pioneer Safety Solutions and yeah, the website or what's best? I think the website, uh, PioneerSolutions.com, as well as find us on LinkedIn and uh, follow us. And hopefully we, we provide some intriguing thoughts and, and provoke some conversations and people reach out. 
Awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I do highly recommend connecting with Dan, connecting with the team at Pioneer Safety Solutions. I'm uh, just continuously impressed with the impacts that they're having in industry. So if you are an organization listening right now, maybe you're an operations manager, the owner, and you're growing at a rapid rate that you're feeling like your systems are being left behind, perfect time to reach out to Dan and the team. So that way, ultimately, they can give you some guidance and they're not just going to sell you something off the shelf. They're going to actually make sure that this is what you need. That's just incredible expertise and advice. So thanks again, Dan. Really do appreciate you hopping on the podcast, man. It means a lot. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Take care. Dan, honestly, thank you so much, buddy, for hopping on the Truck Focus podcast. I really admire the guidance that you shared in our conversation and that point that you made about sticking to the foundational pieces when leading people through changes. I think that was key. And when I reflect on the various changes happening within our industry each day, from um, from technologies being integrated, companies being purchased, other companies expanding, I think the advice that you shared that you need to expect that things will change is key when leading people, but also to encourage that the change is for the better. So again, Dan, thank you so much. Thank you again to the team at Pioneer Safety Solutions for being our sponsor today. So I really encourage that you learn more about them by visiting pioneersafetysolutions.com. Again, I've included the link directly in the show notes. So that way it's super easy for you just to click and go learn more about them today. If this is the first time that you've ever checked out the Truck Focus podcast, again, I really want to welcome you to our community, but also to our dedicated listeners. Thank you so much for your investment of time. I really do appreciate it. And again, before you leave, ask you like this episode, but share it out. Again, as Dan shared, so much valuable advice, so much key takeaways that I think we could really integrate into our businesses. And I do ask that you subscribe to the channel so that way you're notified of upcoming episodes. As always, let's create a pivotal impact.